I invite you to remain standing because I know as good Methodist, when the doxology started, you instantly sprung up to your feet. So I invite you to remain standing as you're able in body or in spirit for our gospel lesson this morning. This morning, our gospel lesson on this Palm Sunday will come from Matthew chapter 21. We're going to read verses 1 through 11 of Matthew 21. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt tied with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophets, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put the cloaks on them, and he sat on them. And a very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. The crowds then went ahead of him and followed, shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. <coughs> One of um, the things, places in my life that I have spent the most time is uh, in a very very places. It's not just one place, but there's multiple places like this that are, have been very holy and very important in my life. Are truck stops? I, I love a good truck stop. My daddy um, was was a truck driver his whole career. Uh, for for before they, mom and daddy adopted me, daddy would do long haul drives across America. I mean, like he drove all over the East Coast and West Coast and did long hauls. When they adopted me, um, daddy began to drive more shorter routes. So he would basically work out of Fernwood, Mississippi, for those of you from Southwest Mississippi. Uh, he would work out of Fernwood and would make different runs from Fernwood over to Birmingham multiple times, um, running for our company called Great American Box, would run boxes from Fernwood to, to, um, to Birmingham multiple times. Then later, he began to work for Sanderson Farms and would haul the chickens from the chicken farms to the processing plant. So daddy, daddy drove a truck for all of his life. And I remember when I was a little bitty fella, when he would come in from longer drives, me and mama would drive down to Kentwood, Louisiana and pick him up at the truck stop there. Uh, and he would leave his truck there and come home for a time period. So we spent a lot of times when I was a little bitty, um, I would go with daddy on, on, uh, on, on halls. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I'd sleep in the, in the, uh, in the sleeper with in the back back there. It was great. There's no sleep like the back of, a, of an 18-wheeler uh, when, when the engines go and it's the best sleep you'll ever experience. But part of that, if you're in a truck, big truck like that, you learn how to eat in truck stops. And I have spent many a meal eaten at the truck stop. We used to think, when I was a little bitty, I used to think the finest restaurant in all of South Mississippi was the Fernwood Truck Stop. I thought Fernwood Truck Stop was probably the highest class restaurant you could ever go to. In fact, for a couple years straight, we'd tell Mama, we'd take her anywhere she wanted to go for Mother's Day. Anywhere, Mama, you pick the place. In several years, she picked the Fernwood Truck Stop as where we went and ate Mother's Day dinner. 
When I was at Colin, we spent many a night at the Weston truck stop eating chicken sandwiches and being silly and being college students, just ridiculous, telling stories and laughing and making great friendships there. But when I was at Mississippi College, there was a, now this truck stop at MC that, that, that is no longer there. When they expanded a lot of stuff in Clinton, they actually tore up the truck stop to make, a, make an exit there at Mississippi College. But I spent many a night at the old truck stop there in Mississippi College and then the Waffle House there in Mississippi, there, there at, at Clinton as well. Uh, and what happened a lot is me and my college roommate, we were studying for tests, getting ready for big tests, and uh, we would go and eat at the truck stop and enjoy a chicken sandwich and enjoy a good cup of coffee and just enjoy being there. And there's one night in particular I'll never forget. We were, we were getting ready for, a, it was one of those awful classes. It may have been biochem or something just terrible and, and awful. And I don't even know how I made it out of it alive. And we just knew, we just, you know, there, there's some days you, you have a test the next day. And you think, you know what? I got a shot at this. I'm going to study and I make a good grade on it. And there's other times you're like, you know what? I don't have a shot. It's not going to happen. So I don't even know why I'm studying. And that was one of those nights. And so we went to the truck stop and we ate and we talked about our faith, talked about the dreams we have for the future and just had, just had a really awesome time together as friends. It, it was a really, I, I, it was a significant moment in my life. And I remember thinking, boy, this is nice. Here I am, one of my best friends. We're going to have a great time together hanging out. You know, God doing great stuff in our life, talking about our faith, talking about what we want to do for God in the future. Just was a very sweet moment with a good friend. And then I knew the next day I was going to be slaughtered on this test. I knew this test was coming. It was going to wipe me out. And I would start thinking about this test, and I would get nervous and get anxious about it. I thought, oh, no, it's going to be bad. But I'd say, you know what, you know what, that test is tomorrow. I'll worry about there when I, that when I get there. I'm going to just in, enjoy being in this moment right now. You ever felt like that? You ever had a moment where you knew something hard or challenging or difficult was coming? Maybe you were facing a big surgery and your family all got together before the surgery. And you began to think about what was coming. But you had to make your mind stay present in that moment, that good, that sweet moment, that good moment. We all have those, don't we? Those sweet moments. The, eye, the calm before the storm, if you will. Those moments are sweet. Those moments are tender. Those moments are incredibly easy to miss if we're not paying attention. And sometimes they can seem incredibly fleeting. Palm Sunday is one of my favorite Sundays in the church year. It's such a significant moment for Jesus. I'll say before, there's really only three times in Scripture. There's three significant moments in Scripture when Jesus gets the praise that is due him. On his baptism... In his baptism, the spirit falls, the spirit descends like a dove. The people hear the, the heavens open. The father says, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I'm well pleased. And it's awesome. On the transfiguration, the disciples see Jesus in the fullness of his glory. And it's awesome. But then here on Palm Sunday, I love having the palm branches here. I, lo- I, love, I love the beauty that we have arrayed behind me and all around me. I love it. On Palm Sunday, you see people lay their cloaks down. 
so a donkey could step on it. They cut down branches so that, G- that the, not just that Jesus' feet wouldn't touch the ground, but so that the donkey that he was riding wouldn't have his feet touch the ground. They come out and they sing loud Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David, Hosanna, worthy is he. And in this moment, in this moment, this sweet, precious, tender moment, we see Jesus get the full praise and full worship that he is due. This was an incredibly graceful and good moment in Jesus' life. Now, here's the thing. Let's pull back, though. Let's pull back. We have this sweet moment, this beautiful moment, this good moment. But let's examine what lay behind Jesus and the people, and let's examine what is yet to come. You, you might have noticed in the text it says this. It says, um, it says, the city, when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil asking, who is this? The city was nervous because uh, they had a king who wasn't real fun. He was pretty hateful. And they knew that when he was mad, it was bad for everybody. So they had this king that oppressed them. But it wasn't just that, they had the Romans. Once, once the Jewish people were defeated by Babylon in 500s BC, it wasn't until 1948 that the state of Israel was an independent, completely independent state again. So we have here the Romans. You have Pilate. You have the Roman officials, the Roman legion. And the Jewish people in Jerusalem were under their thumb at all times. They weren't free. It was bad. Now, Rome, by and large, would leave you alone if you paid your taxes, by and large, they wouldn't mess with you if you paid your taxes. But you knew they were there. And you knew you weren't really free. You had a modicum of freedom. And you looked free. But you really weren't. So that was what the people were experiencing. But let's, but let's think about what Jesus was experiencing. Remember one point, this, this man comes to Jesus and wants to follow him. And Jesus said, birds have nests and foxes have dens, but the Son of Man hath nowhere to lay his head. Jesus' life wasn't easy on the earth, y'all. He had a lot of opposition. Think about how many times the Pharisees were fussing at him for something. Now, remember, the Pharisees were the religious leaders of the day. They were respected by most everybody. Jesus has respect for them. He tells the disciples and his followers in Matthew 5 that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees, you'll not enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus had respect for the Pharisees. But man, they hammered him and they wore him out. Can you imagine what it would be like to be despised and criticized and beat up on by all the religious leaders of your day when you're just trying to follow, when you're trying to be obedient to the call that you have? Jesus got crushed by these people. He faced political opponents. He faced religious opponents. He had even his own disciples that didn't know what he was doing half the time. In just a few minutes, in a few days rather, we'll see them desert him in the moment of his great trial. So there he was. The people of Israel 
felt oppressed by the political and by the political leaders. Jesus had experienced opposition from the religious leaders, political leaders, and then even his own his own disciples didn't get it right half the time. So that was what was in the past. That was what was in the past. Now, if you hit fast forward, and we get to Thursday and Friday of this week, spoiler alert, it gets bad. Because right now, right now there's a crowd of folks chanting, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. There's a crowd of folks chanting right now, praising him and worshiping him. Hit fast forward. Get to Thursday and Friday. And you're going to have another crowd that's chanting, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. He's going to be arrested. He's going to be beaten within an inch of his life. He's going to be forced to carry his own cross to his execution. His own mother will watch him be beaten and abused and spit upon and mocked. A spear thrust in his side, nails driven through his hands, his feet. His friends, the disciples, abandoned him in that moment of his greatest need. So we see for Jesus that what lay behind him was difficult. It wasn't easy. He knew what was to come. He knew that he was, he was the lamb slain before the foundations of the world. He knew this was the moment he was made for. This was the moment that he was, had come to earth for. He was that lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world. He knew what was to come was hard. And that's what made this moment so important. It was a moment of grace. In the midst of the challenges that lay behind in the midst of the challenges that were yet to come, it was a moment of sweetness and of joy and of hope in the middle of challenges. I never thought I'd be um, preaching a Palm Sunday service to my good friends BB-8, Yoda, C-3PO, and R2-D2, who now sit in the congregation where you would normally be sitting. Peggy, Phillips, if you're watching, Yoda's in your seat, just so you know. But here we are. It's been a challenging few weeks, hasn't it, friends? And we don't yet exactly know how it's going to play out the next few weeks, do we? By the way, don't, don't, don't speculate into fear. I talked last Wednesday night in my Bible study about how, we, how Paul says we've not been given a spirit of slavery and a fear, but a spirit of adoption. Don't let fear rule your hearts. It'd be very easy to give into fear right now and anxiety, but we can't do that. We can't let, on, the only one who's sitting on the throne of your heart is Christ Jesus, not fear. So it's very easy for us to look at the last few weeks and realize how challenging it's been. And it's very easy to look ahead to what may lie and to, to give into fear. But I think today, in 2020, in this moment and this time, what we can learn from this Palm Sunday text is don't miss the sweet moments of this moment.
every day. Every day there's moments of grace. Every day there's moments of grace with you and your family. There's moments of grace with you and God's scripture. There's moments of grace every moment if we look for them. And maybe that's our challenge this Holy Week. Maybe that's our challenge in this time. It's to not focus so much upon the fears that we've dealt with in the past. And maybe, maybe not get too far ahead of us with the concerns that are yet to come. But live fully in this moment that we find ourselves. And look in every moment for God's gift of grace. We knew that test was coming that was going to clean our clocks. We didn't focus on it because we had a moment together as friends. I don't know what the future holds, friends. I don't. But I know who holds the future. I know that God goes before us. God was behind us. And he hems us in from the sides. And I know the psalmist tells us that even if I make my bed in hell, so there he'll find me. Focus on the moments of grace and of beauty today. Because friends, I promise you, I promise you if you look, you'll find them. You'll find them in the smile of your children. You'll find them in the technology we use to connect to each other nowadays. You'll find them in the beauty of creation. You'll find them in the fact that Jesus Christ gave his life for you. You'll find them if you look. So don't get too caught up in the past and don't get too far ahead of yourself. But on this Palm Sunday, look. Look for the tender moments. Look for the sweet moments. Look for the grace of God here in our midst. And we will find it. You will find God's goodness today. Because he will not leave nor forsake his children. He is with us even now. I think the thing the devil likes to do to us the most sometimes is to get us to lose hope. To focus on our circumstance. And not on our Savior. Friends, we are people of hope. We are people of encouragement. We are people of faith. Focus on the goodness today. Focus on the grace today. Focus on the mercy today. You are loved. I love you. Your church loves you. Your Savior loves you. Focus on that today. Jesus had this divine moment of goodness on Palm Sunday. Today, you have a divine appointment with God's grace all around you. May we have eyes to see, ears to hear, and the grace to experience that goodness of God. Name it. 
Name it for others to hear. Testify to God's goodness. Revelation says the, the devil's defeated by the power of the lamb, the, the blood of the lamb, the power of their testimony. Talk about it. Tweet about it. Facebook about it. Instagram about it. Let others know. Find the moment of grace today in your life. It's there. May we find it. And may we tell others. Hosanna, loud Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. May we testify to the grace of our God today and always. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for the, the grace of our Savior Jesus Christ. We thank you for this Palm Sunday, this chance to worship our resurrected Lord today. God, give us today, going into Holy Week, oh God, give us your grace to see your mercy, to tell others about it. We love you, God. Thank you. We ask it in Jesus' sweet and holy name. Amen.